Welcome to another Music to My Beers. Nailed it. I, yeah, man. It's, uh, what, 2.40 now? We were just talking about that a little off air about how long we've been around. and uh, There was a, a little bit of a misunderstanding. Zach and I were like, well, this show started four years. It's almost been four complete years of shows. And then our guest this week, Eric Faust of Bare Hands and Grayson, <laughs> yeah, uh, notified us that as of St. Patty's Day, it will be five years. So Five years strong. We'll be celebrating half a decade. So, uh, all right, now that we got that math cleared up, welcome to Music they don't to My Beers. Be four times fifty-two. So, <laughs> come on, man. You know, there's a reason we're here at radio. I grab, not, my, I grab my phone too. I, I mean, <laughs> if I can do math, I'd be out doing something too much, early. much more lucrative. Like uh, making beer. Yeah, we. This is our uh, our special release edition of Music to My Beers. We have uh, a couple of things going on. I'm going to be at Prop Day later for a special release at Goose Island, and Eric is here talking about his special release that Bear Hands has coming up. And it's going to be live on the website later on today. That's right. Yeah. We uh, we do our barrel-aged beers at uh, at the end of the year every year. So we've got uh, uh, Black Friday coming up. We'll have some then. And then our big uh, release for our Christmas party, which is our eighth year anniversary. So we'll be wow. eight years old at that point. Um, We're almost as old as bear hands. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we do our peanut butter chocolate stout and a bunch of the uh, barrel-aged beers, which we don't quite have uh what we're doing yet because we haven't tasted them all uh, but as soon as we do we will have that information but as of today you can sign up to be on the lottery so hopefully you can get the chance to buy some because we don't quite make enough for demand so you've got to yeah. win and then you can buy and then it's come just like your with us. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and and, uh, and I, I was actually one of the winners last year and it was great because it's a whole bunch of beer that's perfect to take to parties, holiday gatherings, to uh, to gift to people that maybe didn't win tickets. So we'll talk more about that in the uh, the variants you guys had last year and some of the fun stuff you brought with us today. Thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. I, I, I need to know, am I am I yet the official most guested ho- oh, co-host? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think you've been on, uh, what, 10 times? Maybe even more than that? <laughs> I, I don't it know. It almost seems like we have a quarterly pit stop with Eric from Bear Hands. <laughs> Or you just might have fetish with a ginger. I don't know. (laughs) We all need a little redhead in our life. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers. On Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. This is Music to My Beers. Let me get back on track. <laughs> the the sexual awakening episode. Uh, it's our special release. I would assume it's attracted to all ladies. Yes. Being you, well, you know, uh, we're here with Eric from Bare Hands. One of our, um, our actually, we just crowned him a moment ago. Our most frequent guest. It's our special release edition. I'm Warren Cluck, joined by Zach Miller. Yo, welcome to the Sabbath, gents. And uh, first of all, you brought a lot of stuff with you, as you always I did. do. I did. I mean, we're only going to drink a couple of them, yeah. but you guys get to have some for later. I mean, wow. so it's the beginning of the day, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I, I do want to start it off with uh, a Thai PA and just say this is the first time I've been back um, since uh, Ron, and uh, this is one of his favorite beers. I remember from him saying most of the time that I was here. So if you've not had a Thai PA in a while or you have some in your fridge or you don't have some, go get some and uh, raise a glass uh, to fellow Ron. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah, cheers, let's, let's gentlemen. Cheers. Yeah, all right. Tehran, boys. Tehran. Tehran. <sighs> Classic. You know, every once in a while, though, having, having a Thai PA makes you miss double tie. Yeah, 
Yeah, it'll come back around. Yeah, <laughs> it'll come back around. You know what like else? Makes it, awesome. you know, we, we do still have a couple of four packs at the brewery. So if you really want some, you can go grab some. You know what else makes me miss Double Tie Day? Looking outside and living through this oh, last week of miserable oh, weather. Yeah. I'm like, man, I remember sweating my ass off at Bare Hands over the summer. You and I did the show out there, and it was, you know, it was a thousand degrees, but it was sun. We were in shorts. Everyone was smiling. It was a great day. Yeah. I didn't even get sunburned. So it wasn't the worst, hottest tie day that we've had. Um, so it was, I thought it was very comfortable and manageable. But yes, you guys didn't bring a tent. No. Uh, <laughs> like right. um, the, the regrettable. All the other, everybody the, else that had a booth the there had individuals that you are. Man. I'm going to come at four or five o'clock whenever you showed up when the sun is at high noon in august and you know what we wanted we wanted to be able awful. to see everything very clearly and then have the squint pains and cramps for the rest of the day you're actually here for a couple of reasons one you're a buddy it's been a while two uh you guys have something very special coming up as long as we're talking about special releases uh bare hands does a couple throughout the year and you've got a big one coming up at the end of the year it actually yeah. goes live on the website today if you go to bare hands um yeah yeah you're gonna be able to sign up uh for the lottery for our peanut butter chocolate stout and all the different versions of barrel aged and or potentially now, how, other variants that we do of peanut butter this year. And, Who knows? I, and I got the variant. I got the entire allotment last year. Remind me what what all did you guys do? Because there were there were several. Bo- I walked out of there with, with a huge box so full of beer. We um, I, it's going to be hard for me to recall, but um, but the premise is is about this time every year we procure tons of barrels from either liquor stores or uh, we go down to Kentucky and get a, either our van or a trailer and bring back a whole bunch of, of, of bourbon barrels um, and fill it with our mail order bride, Russian Imperial Stout, uh, barley wine. Um, we did a, a Scottish strong ale at one point. I think Ooh. that might have been last year, maybe the year before. Um, and then, yeah, so we do kind of like a barrel age christmas slash it's our anniversary at the same time so we do a christmas party slash anniversary we'll be eight years old i think we're officially maybe not in all of michiana but definitely the this close area we're the oldest operating brewery now uh eight years old i think wow i think think michigan i think you've got the livery in saint joe being michiana i'm doing my air quotes michiana um they've been around forever um other than that um, so 2011, you guys opened the doors. Correct. Yep. Wow. I think I remember being at some Christmas parties and seeing your growlers pop up uh, around there, and just kind of curious about it because yeah, I, I mean, really had... well, I mean, until 2015, we didn't really sell much out of the tap room. Okay. So from 2011 to 2015, you really, you had to go to bare hands, right? Yeah, uh, the to growler to go. So, um, but yeah, since then, uh, since 2015 ish, we've been doing. Um, our peanut butter chocolate stout at Christmas, just a good, you know, Christmas beer. And we talk and about barrel aged stuff, the and, saving things and shelving things a lot. This is this is beer designed to be enjoyed, right? Yeah, I mean, when we release it, uh, we <clears throat> we release it when we think it's ready to be drank. I mean, obviously, it's a bigger, stronger beer. You can drink it, you know, months or years later. Um, I brought one from last year uh, from a Four Roses bourbon barrel. Our German chocolate cake. So we'll get into that a little later once we finish these ties. Do you guys uh, have a problem? And I know that because now everybody from the biggest of the bigs, like uh, like founders, all the way down to your average home brewer, everybody is after these uh, bourbon barrels now. What has that done to the price of bourbon barrels and like the and the the ease at which they're procured? Well, um, barrel prices are fairly expensive. Um, we don't buy our barrels. 
Oh, um, so hey, um, they're expensive, but also we don't pay for them. <laughs> um, so most of the time, um, we partner with um, our liquor store retailers. Okay. Um, when they do, like, they go and they go to Kentucky and they pick out their single barrel or a blend of barrels um, for their own bottles that you can only get at that liquor store. Mm. Um, we will get some of those because we don't really need a whole lot. I think for this year's release will go through seven to 12 barrels. Oh, um, and, um, so, so we'll procure them from the liquor stores and then, um, these releases will be at our, our party. And then that, whatever beer came out of that particular barrel will be only sold and available at that liquor store. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, well, that's kind of a cool way to do it because you partner up with that. Right. And I've seen the, you know, either Citywide or Chalet Belmont, they have their own version of, let's say, like a journeyman's um, one-off. Right. And it's one that they specifically pick out that barrel. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you'll get, you know, you'll get somebody going either to, like, journeyman's or down to Kentucky to, you know, whatever distillery they want, Four Roses, Angel's Envy, uh, and they'll, you know, sample out of their barrel house um, and, and usually pick a single barrel. Have you ever um, been down to one of those? Um, I've been I've been down. I haven't done one of those tastings. I'd is really it, like to go with one of the liquor store reps and go down fun. there. Um, <laughs> well, is it like I imagine it would be when you go down there and you open the door and there's, you know, Mila Kunis and you're at the uh, the rack houses of Jim Beam and it's all uh, sexy. Devil's, and Devil's like, Envy or whatever. Yeah, there's fire brewing and everything's real smoky and just sexy in the air. Is well, it like it's that? a bunch of it's a bunch of dudes making bourbon in the hills oh. of Kentucky. They're all hot and sweaty. So oh. it's the exact opposite of probably oh. what you're thinking it is. So yeah, Mila Kunis is not there. Has she, do you think she's been there? Probably not. Uh, she's got to be there for filming, right? You know, uh, or they just green screen that crap. That's, that's, that's not a real rack house. There's no way. You know what though? It's nice to think about. That's positive. That's you know what that is. That's profound and powerful marketing. It is that you would think she would be down there. Where's Mila? She's in the back. You know what? If I had Ashton Kutcher away from say, me, I home, Ashton Kutcher's there all the time. Like, hey, where's she? Where'd she go? <laughs> uh, we are here with Eric from Bare Hands. We're talking uh, special release for music to my beers. That's really interesting. The partnership you just talked about. I wouldn't. That's something I wouldn't have even thought about. I just thought you guys went out, paid a premium for the barrels, got what you needed, and then um, and then that was. I'm the assuming end of the larger places that have to procure. I mean, think of you know. Bourbon County. I mean, you have to think that's a that's a Budweiser owned, you know, that's an InBev owned brewery. They are huge. They're, you know, multinational. And Bourbon Bourbon County yet is still a small release, but you can get it throughout the country now, whereas before it started, you could only get it in Chicago, then it was only yeah. Chicago and the surrounding states, and well, now and it's pretty much everywhere. They have to go through thousands oh I bet. oh yeah thousands and, and of barrels you almost wonder you know where this even takes place we'll talk more about that later because we have a uh bourbon county thing to talk about later on in the show because um, you guys self-distribute correct and, and we have a lot of breweries around town that are you know exclusively available at that location and we have some people that distribute and you guys how many because obviously when you start it's just around town and you build from there how many stores or cities rather are you guys in so our, our biggest markets are here in indianapolis and then we have things sprinkled between the two uh we go about as far as bloomington and columbus indiana fort wayne's a fairly good for us we've got uh, a couple of bars and restaurants you can get our stuff in uh you know rotationally and then uh, a couple of the belmonts there um, belmont's a, a good retailer for us because uh, they're both in in yeah. you know south bend mishawaka and fort wayne area oh, yeah. um and what's the, i manage what's... about we have about 400 accounts 
Wow. Um, and I and I probably visit half of them every month at least. What's so the next step around. for you guys? Because obviously you start making beer on site. That's the first phase. And then you start local distribution. You start moving out from there. At some, at what point does, does Bear Hands distribution become too big of an animal for you to handle? Um, it's pretty hard for me to do now. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's like, what is the next step? You bring in something like United or like yeah, one of the big guys and you're I like, mean, Hey, it's possible uh, right now. I mean, we're still, you know, we're, I think I'm doing a fairly decent job of, of keeping things fresh in stores and, and getting them to the people when they want them. Um, right now, especially West IPA, we can't keep up with. Um, we're making that in uh, more than just one fermenting tank right now, uh, which isn't inefficient, but it's just like, hey, we canned this last week and we got to can it again this week. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, bigger breweries, they're doing that regardless anyway. Yeah. You know, Two Hearted probably has... You know, is coming off the line twenty four seven all year oh, yeah. round. No one ever stops. Um, but for us, it sure would be nice if we could make it once for three weeks instead of we got to make it. We got to can it this week. We got to can it next week, and then okay, we can skip this week, but we just got to do it again and again and again. Um, hey, well, you do a phenomenal so, job. Listen to this guy. Oh, we sell so much of it. Oh, well, I, no, I was in the Belmont over by Notre Dame, and I picked up a new Westie that had been canned three days prior, and I'm hey. like. Dude, that is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you can walk into the store and we we will have canned it that same day. Wow. So. One, of, one of the things we're talking about, uh, it's the special release show, and uh, you actually brought one of the special releases from last week, or last year because later on today the website uh, goes live. You guys, We could start throwing our names in in our email for the uh, the raffle for your Christmas release. Correct. Yep. Yep. So this, uh, this was from last year. Um, I can't remember if this one was released on Black Friday or... At the Christmas party, because we do, we do a couple of sample barrel aged beers in a very limited first come first serve tap room only. We usually open about nine o'clock on Black Friday, nine ten o'clock. So uh, while some of you are out shopping, the other party that doesn't want to partake in the massive lines at Kohl's or Best Buy, and you'd rather stand in a line for beer, um, we'll, we'll be around. Um, but this was the. German chocolate cake. This one was from out of Four Roses barrels, and I think this was part of the actual release at the end of the year because I had one of these, and the Four Roses after a year is still pretty. I mean, you could you can actually taste the barrel; it tastes fantastic. Yeah. It's good, and it's yeah. mellowed out. You mentioned the coconut kind of mellowed. Yeah, too. The, the, this is. I mean, coconut's going to be the first flavor to go. There's dark chocolate in here. Um, there's um, toasted pecans. Um, but the coconut is, I, I will say, is kind of fallen off. That's why, again, we we package stuff when we think it's ready for you to drink. Um, but you could certainly age it, just like we've talked before in previous episodes. That you know, characters change, and and uh, your palate picks up different things at different times throughout the the process of a beer being packaged fresh from it's delicious extended age. It's uh, it's actually it's boozy. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can tell it's kind of boozy. A thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B-Movie. And this is the point in the program that we um, sit back in our chairs, we light our pipes, tighten our ascots, and we judge the world of film in a beer rating system we've dubbed the B-Movie. And Zach, you actually, uh, it's the special release show 
And you actually... I came, yeah, I came about it because I'm like... the dots for us, how you came about okay. to this project. So this movie was a special release on Netflix only, and then in order to be Oscar, um, or up for an Oscar uh, contender, they had to release it in the theaters. Whether that's just in New York or L.A., it still has to be released in the theaters. And I think it was even released mass uh they're doing mass the, market because they're doing the same thing with the irishman that comes out later on this month with de niro pacino and uh and joe pesci it's actually i think been released in theaters now yeah it's in a couple of theaters but it's going to be on netflix which is great if have you guys f- seen this movie fat lazy like me the bird box i have not seen the bird box i haven't either have you seen it i have seen it oh did you enjoy it so so normally this is the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> I, you guys pick some off the wall movie I haven't seen, or you've got music that I don't even know what the heck is. I have seen this movie. I hate Sandra Bullock with a passion. You're like my brother. I will have you know that she is America's sweetheart. She oh. will she will forever be our Miss Congeniality. You go right ahead and watch those. However, what Jesse James did to that poor woman, oh. I will never forgive him. However, the curse. I will say this was a really good movie. So I should watch it. It is an action. It is a. It is. I wouldn't say. I don't know that it's Oscar worthy because it's okay. got Sandra Bullock in it, and that's just my opinion. But it <laughs> was. Wasn't, she, it, wasn't this, she nominated for something like that in the Blind yeah, Side? She won. She won. Yeah. yeah. That one. Oh, okay. And so we yeah, have to call our Academy yeah. Award winning Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Um. It was a good movie. Um. So classifying it as a B movie. Um, <laughs> but it. Uh, it was very interesting. Very. You know the the whole idea is that. You know, you've gone blind, you can't, you know, look. It's been a while since I've seen it, but you can't take it off um, when you're outside or you become blind or, or some, something. Uh, or, or you go crazy. I can't remember what it is. See, Maybe this you go description crazy. right there is exactly why I didn't so run home and wears, watch it. everybody wears, like, you know, like towels, or, you know, over their eyes. Okay. So everybody has to learn to, to live without sight, even though you can see. But you, you can't go outside and look at things. Well, so if you had to give this uh, a rating uh, in beer, what would you give it? Because obviously you're not a fan. Yeah. So so is it is it it it's less is better, right? We always we always we always go as the more alcohol you need to have, the the worse the movie is. Exactly. So I would normally say I'd probably say like I just take one Westie, but I'm gonna drink a whole four pack while I watch the movie. (laughs) All right. So. Um, I haven't seen this movie either, and I doubt that I will. It's one of, man. If if you can't hook me in the preview, and that's supposed to be the best part of the movie, you you don't got me. And I'm gonna if I'm gonna have to sit down and, and check this movie out, I'm gonna need to give it one box uh, that Perrin released a couple of years ago. Their 17 and 18 No Rules box. Oh, their uh, Vietnamese. Uh, oh, dude, like that's a really good beer, but uh, it's. I don't know. For some reason, it's hard. But a whole for... box? How many's in a box? Well, no, they they did uh, they did like a like, two, I, two I think in a box, two, right? Yeah, and I know the bourbon... still two of them. You're going to be down for the count <laughs> oh, yeah. when the movie's well, over. And I know that uh, that Goose Island does the same thing with they're doing the same thing with Bourbon County this year. But uh, but Perrin up in Grand Rapids or Comstock Park, whatever, will uh, will do like two years of no rules, like a two year vertical. Even right. though it's not really oh. vertical, but uh, I would need both of those in a box to get through this. I think um, yeah, just because Sandra Bullock's in it, you'll definitely need she's that. She's so hot though. <laughs> she's gonna so be good at Twenty Eight Days Later. You remember that one? No, she's in a rehab facility. Yeah, that was the zombie one, right, with Killian Murphy. No, she was actually it was like a real like based on a true story type movie, like The Blind Side. It was way before The Blind Side. No, because it was Twenty Eight Days Later. Then it was Twenty Eight Weeks Later. She was in the whichever one she was in the rehab facility. It was like 
she was there for I don't remember uh, well, no. all right no. clearly <laughs> hey, you know what Rex Reed we are not uh, I am going to go on the, along the same lines as your Westie pick I'm going to go with a four pack of new Westie because that one's typically a special release that you guys have and I love it whenever I can find it it's a really good um, you, you, you it's unfiltered it's like the hazy IPA and, yeah yeah yes. it's it's just uh, the hot bills changed up a little bit um, you know you can you can make two different beers out of the exact same ingredients just yeah. by the way that you 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 do your entire process so um it's just a very hop forward aroma forward version of westy whereas westy's more traditional west coast style pretty bitter crisp um light bodied whereas new westy is supposed to have a little bit softer of a mouth feel less bitter more aroma hops versus bitter, bitter okay bitterness to it I like both of the, yeah the West. Turn around, we're in front of you on the internet right now. We're on your Facebook. We're on your Instagram. We're uh, you have a you... webcam in somebody's <laughs> backyard, or what are you doing? <laughs> we like to see their what their dog does. You know, we have a ring doorbell on the outside <laughs> of the studio. <laughs> Back up right now. Get away from my package. Are you talking to us or the thief? <laughs> I'm talking to the thief in my oh, ring. Gotcha. You know those commercials? Right. Yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> Put the package down. Okay. Uh, no, we're on Facebook. If you search Music to My Beers, we've also got a cool group, which kind of is coming into its own. If you find something that's special, like a special release out there, you can always post it on the uh, the Facebook group and let everybody know, and then we'll all get excited about it. If you want to be a part of the group, you can actually just request. There's three questions, and whether you answer them or not, you're going to be accepted. It's kind of where we're at. Because we're trying to make it grow. We're we're getting I, there. I've not heard of this. Our Facebook group? No. Oh, it's the greatest thing since... You know, uh, this is the same thing when I tell, like... Beer Shirt Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, like, one of my brothers is like, dude, you have a podcast? I'm like, thanks. Thanks for thanks for okay. I got like, two, One bro. of your friends is like, wow, okay. <laughs> we are... Speaking of the podcast, we are podcasted every Monday. We put it out there. It's uh, the show sans the music, so you can just enjoy us talking all the way through. Enjoy. Enjoy yeah, it. It's loosely used. <laughs> yeah, or you can hate listen. We don't even care as long as you hit play and then share the episode when you're done. Do whatever. Yeah, you, you can call us out on stuff, too. If you hear something in the podcast or that was on the show and be like, uh, yeah, that, no, that isn't true. That's ridiculous. Bud Light Platinum's amazing. <laughs> uh, we, got, <laughs> we got more on the show coming up. We've got our pick six uh, and uh, some more. I'm sorry. Pouring more beers. Okay. You're 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 messing this you know, whole thing up. It's been a long time since Zach's gotten off track. Eric from Bear Hands has joined us this morning. What are you uh what are you pouring out? Because you said this is a special release actually, it's something you guys did for somebody in particular. Yeah, and I don't know that I'm pronouncing this right. So I'm, this is I apologize to anybody that's listening that is a part of this Herbus. Um we do every year well, this is the second year, so I'm gonna say every year, is um with the South Bend Art Museum. Oh, yeah. That's got the uh, SBM wow. right there. So they do an art uh, exhibit, um, and we partner with them, and uh, they pick a piece of artwork that's on display, and we use that as the label artwork for a, a special beer. So this one... This one's a double IPA. A double, a red double, double IPA. red double IPA, yeah. And uh, last year was a very light and highly carbonated raspberry um, ale. Um, so kind of think like rubeus ish Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. So this time we went from like a 4.5% beer to uh, 9-ish, I think 10% uh, double red IPA. So It's delicious. Yeah. The, the, artwork is, the artwork is great, too. Did you did you see this, Zach? It's, uh, it's like a haunted house, right? 
Or it uh, looks yeah, a little it, satanic to me. Yeah, it is a little satanic. Yeah, it's got... Uh, Here, that's on the Lord's Day we're talking rock about. Roll. It's like the, the yeah. skull or yeah. Mr. And Death. He's, no, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's some, writing... Uh, we just did some Iron Maiden. That's very Eddie-esque. He's writing down every soul he's about to take, maybe? I, I'm not... I don't yeah. know the backstory You have no idea the... what he's doing. He could be checking off his Amazon wish list, for all you know. You know what's getting... <laughs> maybe he's getting ready to do a little bit of shopping later, but uh, this is our special release show, and I did want It's almost Black Friday. I did want to brag and boast a little bit. I'm about two and a half hours from heading over to uh, to get my first taste mm. of uh, Goose Island's proprietors. And I am so jealous this, right now. Is this the one day a year that you... Take down your anti InBev Budweiser. Uh, no, you know what? Hey, we talked about it on the show going back to day one. Like, I'm the biggest sellout. Like, sell out. I am telling you, it's sell. boys for life. Yeah. You know what? If somebody rolled into bare hands and was like, Chris, everybody here, here's a check for 50 million bucks, I would say, sell out, do it. Do it. We would probably, yeah, if somebody gave us 50 million bucks, yeah, that would be, that that'd be yeah, perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. All of us would walk away very happy. You know, I, I do watch with fascination. I don't think we're worth that much, but the, back, the backlash that happens to brew. That uh, that sell out to larger places, and I'll be the first to admit, outside of the Bourbon County series, nothing that Goose Island does trips my trigger anymore. I mean, three one two Urban Wheat, and eh. mm-hmm. I mean the Green they Line, kind of like your initial when you first got into craft beer, and, and you're like, oh, this ballpark is serving craft beer. The three one two is available. You're like, oh, I'll try that one, or I'll get into that because it's kind of fruity, and I it. Yeah, and like Matilda back in the day, and uh, a lot of their stuff. I mean, it, it's good, but when you compare them to Matilda and Sophie, and st- those are still great beers. But, yeah, but yeah. when you compare them to even things that are around there in uh, in Chicago, to me, there are a lot. There are a lot more breweries now doing a lot more interesting things. But the Bourbon County series is also, you know, it's just it's one of those calendar events we look forward to. <laughs> you we have, have to think the year. economy of scale. Oh, the yeah. creativity that you have when you have to make a m- mass amount of beer like that and consistency and quality, that's just difficult. I will give kudos to this. You can have a Budweiser. I don't care where you're at. Mm-hmm. You could be in California. You could be mm-hmm. in New York. You could be in Indiana, Iowa. You could be in Belgium. You have a Budweiser, it's going to taste like a Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, uh, so, and that's very difficult to do, especially a beer that has very little flavor, my air quotes, of flavor. Yeah. A lot can go wrong with a beer that doesn't have a lot of flavor. Like you can't cover that up with other flavors. Well, and we you might have the... a beer that is technically somewhat flawed, mm-hmm. but with a whole lot of flavor to it, it might get masked. You don't do that with a, a light lager or pilsner like that. And so I don't know if that was the point of the book, but we talked about it when the book came out that Josh Knoll, the uh, beer writer for the Chicago Tribune, wrote the uh, bourbon barrel stout and selling out the entire story of Goose Island. And that that story of how they went from just John Hall and this original thing to Greg being in charge of the beers to when... when selling 41% of the company. Oh, yeah. I mean, they invented the idea for barrel-aged stouts mm-hmm. right here in South Bend at the uh, upstairs at the LaSalle building. But reading that story made me okay with patronizing an Anheuser-Busch facility. Like, I, I know the story. I'm okay with it. There wasn't anything unbecoming in there. You yeah. know, I like selling out. But I'm excited to go there later because they've got a whole line of variants that I get to try without having to hunt them down. And you were actually talking earlier in the show when we were talking about distribution and how, you know, you used to have to only go to chicago to get bourbon right. county it was this big thing and now you can get it everywhere and before and sometimes even when it would come out outside of there you had to know the guy at the liquor store oh, yes. hide it behind the shelf <laughs> you know, for or you there were like lines at benny's on black yeah. friday but what i don't understand and we we talk about this every year is how it seems like in a 150 mile radius outside of chicago like there's there are a couple ones that are sort of relatively easy to come by but when you go to bigger markets like new york and I, it happened to me one year in phoenix and 
this stuff is available all over the place. And there's like, there's no limit. It's on shelves. But meanwhile, here in town, when we're, you know, a South Shore ride away from the brewery, I've got to get on a list, know somebody who knows somebody. And even then I can get two bottles of this and one of this. Why sure. is that? You know a lot about the distribution game. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going are to assume. Are they not I'm, wanting to crush I'm going demand to, for it I'm locally? I'm going to assume that probably they limit a little bit of it close now so that they get the people to come. Now, granted, it's a lottery system, so there's only so much to well, begin with. I'm not even talking about like proprietors. Can, I'm talking about the rest of the, the variants, because I'm looking down here. There's I don't the, know how they do it anymore. Are they? Uh, is it all of them that you still have to, no, to win, or no, no, can no. you just go now? Because before, last, you used to have to, to get any of it to yeah, for the, well, You'd for have the to last be there Black Friday. for the last yeah. three or four years, it's like any other raffle. It's a lot like you know, you need to enter a raffle. You have eight days or whatever to put your email address in, and then they draw the winners. And you you buy your ticket for thirty bucks, and you can go there and you get two bottles of proprietors and one bottle of their other special release. That's been Elijah Craig barrels and Knob Creek barrels a couple of years in a row, and this year it's their Cafe de Ola. I'm not pronouncing that right, but all the rest <laughs> of the variants are available, but. Like Belmont here in town, we'll get like let's say three of them of yeah. the available eight, and they're really hard to get. But you go to like Florida, Tampa, and mm-hmm. they're giving it away eight months after the fact. Right, right. <laughs> Down there for spring break. Yeah, still available. Well, we'll have to talk about how yeah, would, how we get it on your vari- variants too, and yeah. all the special releases. As long as we're here, so taking our you know putting the screws to get some uh, some special releases, but. Uh, <laughs> Later on today, your your website will have the all the information right now when uh, when you can sign up for the Bear Hands Christmas release lottery. Yeah, it should uh, it should be live now as long as I've I've done my math correctly, which we did realize that you guys can't do at the beginning of the show. No, uh, <laughs> is uh, so it should be live now. Now that I'm here, my my little computer system should have brought those tickets. Uh, well, I say tickets, but entries. It sends you tickets, but basically. As many people can sign up as possible. Um, many will then, enter, a few will win. Uh, yeah, exactly. Can you enter every single day and be getting no, it's more just, entries? No, it's just one one entry, one person. Okay. So um, just you know, one name, um, and then you then uh, once we determine how much is possible to be made, we will then determine how many winners there'll be and how much um, will be given to each winner. Do you get um, mad at people that maybe put in their wives' email addresses and? Children's email addresses. What the hell is wrong with that? <laughs> they're they're two different. They're two different people. If you can come up with a an ID that's twenty one plus, then that works for me. Okay. So all right. There's a. There's hey, your wife may not like beer, but you know what? That's just that's She's better going. for you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's the only ID. reason I'm going to prom day because I put in my my email and I put my wife's and I'm like, eh, what the hell? Then she won and I and I got shut out. But uh, well, it's probably because they don't want you there. Well, that's <laughs> you know, not it's not because your wife won. It's because they don't want yes, you. Yes, because that's what Goose Island doesn't need. One other fat white guy with a beard standing outside their Fulton Street Brewing location later on today. I would, that's exactly what they did. I wish they had the 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 uh, field goal kick. That would be amazing. Well, that would just put the last ice year. Kick. Yeah, Cody Parkey. Well, that man, never forget. Um, Adam Vinteri can't p- kick a field goal well, this year. That's true. So, yeah. You can do that just about anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Just and then my Sundays into a couple more beers after this. It works yeah. out pretty nice. This is the point of the show. We kind of go around the horn and we do a pick six. And typically, when it's just Zach and I, we each throw in three. But because we have a guest, we each get to do two. Uh, we'll start with Eric. What two beers are you either jamming on, do you want to try, or do you think people should try? Ooh. And you can plug bare hands. It's fa- totally fine. All right, so I'm going to come up with the first one that came to my mind, which was released 
a cup a week ago ish. I don't know. I can't remember because they gave me cans before it came out. Oh, um, can't hide money. I but guess. it was uh, Daredevil's Hop Pilot. Okay, dude. Um, coming out of their their next series of IPAs, which is their like next like experimental hop program. Um, their liftoff is pretty solid. That was yeah. their mainstay IPA, mm-hmm. right? Liftoff is a great IPA. Um, Hot Pilot is excellent. Mm. Uh, super good. Super hoppy. Super crisp. Like the IPAs that we like to make. So I will give kudos to that. That's one. All right. Um, number two, um, I'm going to go with Westy um, because I was notorious for not really liking Westy. Um, I drank a lot of Thai PA, um, and I didn't really like Westy for the longest time, probably since we started making it in 2014. Kind of in the same boat. Until about right, maybe six months ago. <laughs> and I've drank a lot of Westy since then. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to go with Westy. Very cool. Zachary? Yeah. So um, because of the weather and all the stuff that's come in, uh, snow being, I mean, one of it. Yeah, you and that freezing uh, that temps. ugly Christmas sweater. It's way too early. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. I know. Well, and maybe it's because my wife's a nurse, and so it's a non-traditional my wife's Thanksgiving. A nurse too. It, does she work Thanksgiving or holidays and stuff? Uh, she does every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, There's this rotation this year where it's like we get we get we don't get Thanksgiving because she's working Thanksgiving. So but I'm like, you get Christmas. I get Christmas. So I'm so, like, let's yeah, just we jump to Christmas. We we get. Uh, we get Thanksgiving, but she's on call for Christmas just uh, in case. Oh, okay. So, oh, but honestly, I want her to get called in because she gets paid like triple time I on know. Christmas. So <laughs> so make like, that money, girl. Go do <laughs> it. Money. Uh, so I just want to skip to Christmas, kind of, and uh, I I'm gonna throw in the Fistmas from uh, Revolution. That's hey, the, I, I actually Christmas saw beer. that on the shelves at Aldi this week. Yeah. Did you go for the advent calendar of cheese? No, because uh, <laughs> I, no. Apparently, the advent calendar of beer at uh, Aldi sold, sold out in an hour. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. even know they had one. Uh, I I know they had a they had a beer they beer cheese wine. wine wine sold out in seventeen minutes. Jeez! All the Granger moms buying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's where we're up at. And then the other uh, the other Christmas beer that is it's interesting because it's not totally a Christmas beer where you think of like the nutmeg and the spices and stuff that come with Christmas. It's the celebration from Sierra Nevada. It's a really good IPA that if you can find it, which you probably can anywhere. Yeah. It's snow covered. Pick that one up. I'm gonna, uh, I like celebration. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with one that I haven't tried and I'm dying to get my hands on, and one that I was recently turned on to by our buddy old man Ernie. Uh, it, you remember? I don't know, like ten years ago, you could name every craft brewery in a hundred mile radius, no problem. Now they're popping up so fast, and they're making such amazing beers, you can't even keep track of them. He, I think we were number sixty three in Indiana. Wow, really? yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And now Impressive. there's a hundred and like seventy, I think, hundred eighty. Uh, Ernie gave me a couple of cans of brew, of uh, Le Juice from the Alarmist in Illinois, and this beer—it's a New England IPA. It's a hazy, you know, uh, juicy boy like all the all the rest of the ones we love. But this one won a uh, gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival for a hazy. Oh wow! In 2018, I had never heard of this place. I had never heard of the beer. He gave me two cans of it. It's outstanding. It's wow. it's juicy, and I mean, the artwork is a little chintzy. It looks like you know, kind of fireworks or whatever. But um. <laughs> 
all I could think of was how this place is ninety five miles from my house. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of them. I've beer. never heard of them. Yeah, yeah. It, it was incredible. And the other one is one that's probably not going to be on tap later at Prop Day. But the, this is like the special, special, special one that they're doing only on tap places. But it's the double barreled Bourbon County Stout. Oh, that's been aged twice, uh, twelve months and eleven year old Elijah Craig barrels, and then uh, the rest of it they age in twelve year twelve year old Elijah Craig barrels. But I would. I would like to try it. It's probably not going to be there. I'll, I'll probably never get to, to have any, but you know, if somebody's had it and wants to let me kiss it off their lips, I could, I'll take a picture <laughs> of your lips and put it on my untapped check-in and be like, oh, I had it. I kissed it off this lips. It's pretty nice. But there we are. There's our pick six. There's it's loads of music always ideas. the line, and he I, goes I, I past know, it every time. You know, I realized after I said that, like I should have just ended this break. We, didn't, <laughs> we got music on the way. Uh, this is the special released edition of Music to My Beers, our weekly craft beer chit-chat and uh, tasting session. I'm Warren Cluck with Zach Miller and our buddy Eric Faust from Bear Hands is with us. What's up? You guys have a special event. We've been talking about it all morning. It's a, it's a, it's a great release. It's great for gift-giving. It's great for uh, holiday sipping. And it's fun because it's usually around the time this beer comes out that everyone's schedule simultaneously shifts. Everyone's got vacation. People have time off. Your routine mm-hmm. breaks a little bit. So if you want to open up one of these one of these peanut butter brewskis and just sit back on a Saturday, it's fun because January's like, January's kind of like an all out drunk month. Why do you think people are born in like October ish all the time? That's about <laughs> nine months after well, January. There you go. <laughs> Um, there's a reason for that in Indiana. Um, yeah, so we've got, you know, every year, this is about the time we start tasting, sampling everything out of barrels, and we make our peanut butter chocolate stout for our anniversary party, which will be the eighth year. Is there anything Ooh. last year, where, like, were there ones that didn't make the cut where you guys kind of universally around the group are like, you know, eh, eh. Um, uh, I can't say that there was anything that didn't make it. Um, you know, obviously some things we blend and mix together. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, one might be not as par, but one be like over the top, and you put the two together. Well, and let's uh, go back to your double tie with all your variants. Like, man, some like there is there's a variant for everybody for everybody's palate. Some people like the hazier stuff better. Some people like the you know just the classic stuff. double tie. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same way with your Christmas release, and these are fun bottles to break out for just about any occasion. But what's the how many do you think ish you're gonna have? We usually have about a hundred to a hundred and fifty winners. Is the wow. is no, the man, number of like, people? I meant like variants, bro. Oh, variants. Um, like how how many different varieties are we looking at? Usually about five. Okay. All right. Uh, and these are the, and these are these are bombers. Are barrel aged stuff. Um, we're looking at making some Christmas and. Because uh, so like peanut butter chocolate stout is a fresh made beer, mm-hmm. um, but then we back that up with a bunch of barrel age releases. So obviously we can't make barrel age beers now. Yeah. Uh, but we have a couple of other things that are going to be made that we haven't even made yet. Um, that'll be out. Um, you guys did your um, mail order bread Christmas version, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's got like cinnamon and nutmeg and allspice, and which I really enjoy because some of those like mainstays that you constantly have on the menu, and then you start adding all these different kind of flavors into it to make the variant version is delicious, and it it it's it is exclusive because you can only drink it. I mean, you can only find it right now and then drink it right now too. Yeah, yeah. So. Like I said, uh, right right now you can go on the site. You can sign up. It's free. Um, as many people as you want. Obviously, the more people that enter, the less chance that you have to win. Well, so you know what? We were gonna like the website, but I just decided probably not. <laughs> I want to keep my odds nice and high. 
and uh, one, uh, of the, one of the smart things, and, I, and, and like these guys aren't going to invite me back, and I'm going to have a couple right. left over. Hey, like, hey, 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 hey. Uh, one of the the things all that of a sudden people are bum rushing the station. <laughs> one of the things I like best that you guys have. One of the innovations you've done with Double Tie Day is make it a canned release. Is there any plan to do this going forward with your Christmas release? Because I know that it's it's a different price point for you guys as far as how much it costs to do things, and it's I, I don't it just. Also, it's quantity-wise um, and and just mechanics. Um, a lot of this stuff um, is only a single-barrel release, um, and it's not going into the equipment that can feed a canning line. It's just we would waste almost as much as we filled. Mm. Um, because when you're firing up a canning line, obviously your goal is to waste as little beer as possible. But if people saw the amount of beer that ends up on the floor... Some people would be like, party foul! This is, this is terrible. Hey, note, uh, note to self, learn how a canning line works, Warren. How do you get the well, beer you, off the canning line? Uh, note, when does bare hands can beer? Put mouth under faucet. Uh, that whole bucket, like we're talking yeah. about the sink. You know, hey, if it's, if it's Westy that spilled out of 9,600 cans, it's still Westy, right? You could probably easily have two weeks' worth of personal Westy with how much ends up on the floor if you... If you could reclaim that somehow, I every demand, week. you know, I demand a congressional investigation to this insane waste of alcohol. Uh, but you, well, you guys are going to have the website's actually live right now, so go check it out and, uh, and make sure you get your name in. Just because it's it's fun, but it's a handful of special releases around here. Like you guys do a great job of this. Transient over uh, north of the border does a great job with these kind of releases where. It's just it's fun. Evil checking almost in your same parking lot does a great job too. They've got their patent day and yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, there's there's this stuff all over. You know what it is? Um, it's the thrill of the, of the hot, hard to get release without having to really like, man. Like I've got to get like on a train and go to Chicago and be back. And at we sober also do, we and, also don't want it to be that not. You know, we don't want to be that place that's like you have to stand in line forever. Now, granted, there is a line, but. If you sign up and you win, you don't need to come at noon and stand in line in the cold or anything yeah. like that. Your name is on the list. Your beers are ready. You just need to come uh, for our Christmas release. Uh, most of our releases, you have to come that same day. If you don't come that day, then your stuff is released from you. But it's Christmas. We understand some people are out of town, yeah. but some people are in town. So mm -hmm. your name is on a list. We have like a week long that you can come pick your stuff up. And Well, it's um, funny. And we talked about him last hour, that Josh Knoll guy from the Chicago Tribune wrote a great thing about, I think it was Half Acre. Mm -hmm. in Chicago, how they've changed some of their special releases they're doing around the holidays to the same way you guys do it, where it's reserved, it's got your name on it, come get it whenever. We, we, if you want it, we want you to be able to have it. Even if you can't get it in the bottle, it's on tap, you can come and you know yeah, drink the, it until the, it's, the, unless Warren shows up at noon and well, then it's right. all gone by twelve fifteen. The point he was making on the article is that a lot of a lot of breweries will do this and intentionally make you stand out as long as possible, get the oh. line as long, is because the optics they think are good for the brewery. Like it's going to look really good if ten thousand people are all sweaty, muddy, and terrible outside of Dark Lord Day, whereas it might not need to work that way. Like a, a lot of places will do this just for the sheer. Yeah, like, uh, you know what, 450 North is a great example of a brewery that has lines outside whenever there's a new release. This is true. Yeah. You know, maybe you just make it easier, just reserve yeah. it. So, you know, if you get out of work Friday at 10 o'clock, there's no way I'm going to be making it down there in time. They're all going to be, it's all going to be empty. Yeah, yeah. I'm not salty about it. <laughs> I've been there. I mean, they usually have a little bit left over after the, uh, I'm, we're, I'm, I'm we're kind of friends not, with those people I'm down there. I'm driving three and a half hours for a little bit left over. Yeah. Eric. <laughs> I want the full load, whatever I can get. It's a lot of gas money in my sweet van. Have you guys ever considered doing an advent calendar? We've talked about it. We talked about doing a, um, a, 
like stout pack of things. Um, Fortunately, doing like an advent calendar, that's a lot of days. Yeah. Um, it's 24 different beers. Yeah. So that would um, take us all of our production a month to, to accomplish. Oh, wow. So to do that Not would be difficult. Juncture. <laughs> Maybe yeah. if you guys collaborated with several other breweries in the area and did like a Michiana, you know, advent yeah, that's calendar. That's not a bad yeah. idea. I like it. I'll write that down. Okay. We have a load of... He's not getting any uh, uh, commission off this one. No. Uh, if you know anything about my financial situation, I don't get commission off anything I do. I barely get paid to even be here. Uh, we have to get the news and notes. Well, there's beer. That's true. You know what? That and your cherubic face are payment enough, Eric. All right. Okay. My... My, uh, my section of the, uh, the old... Music to my beers, 240 episodes in, where I grab the microphone and I just tell you what's coming up. Well, 240 episodes, and he's this smooth still. Can you believe it? <sighs> I'm still working on that. Like butter. Even with my own theme song, I'm still working on it. Um, so there's a couple of things to look forward to. We were talking about uh, special releases, beer releases, and things like that. Um, 18th Street, they're a, a local brewery here in town, um, or sort of in this area. Hammond. Oh, Hammond, yeah. And Gary. And Gary and Indy, maybe? Broad Ripple? They will be opening a tap room in um, in Indianapolis. Not quite Broad Ripple. Okay. Um, I like 18th Street. They don't make a bad beer. No. no. We're, good, we're good friends with uh, Drew Fox, the owner of 18th Street. And, and his, it his seemed books. like for a while they only put their tap rooms in really scary places, but that's cool. <laughs> the one in Indianapolis is not in the best of neighborhoods. I will oh, so say stick that. With so the sticking stick with the theme. Sticking with the theme. Yeah. Yeah. So no. you guys are actually two years older than them. No. Yes. Three. Uh, two. I think two they opened years. 2013. Okay, yes. yeah, because they've got their six-year celebration coming yes. up, and uh, you yeah, can buy we, tickets yeah, for that. They're, they're, it, their anniversary is right around the same time as ours. Yep. And they're doing their special release on the 14th of December, so we can mark our calendars yeah. for that. And we'll have beer there. You'll have beer there, yep. too? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yep. They contacted us just uh, about a week ago and asked uh, what we could what we could give them. I yeah. love that. I love like when breweries have their celebration, like Double Tie Day, but then you invite everybody else that's kind of around the area to bring their own stuff and make it like a festival. Oh, yeah. It's, and we also don't, I mean, we if people know, I mean, we make a lot of IPAs. Yeah. So yeah. We, we need to balance it out a little bit. So It's a lot of fun to find out how many of these uh, breweries and the guys that work there and everybody are our friends behind the scenes. One day, my dream is that Zach and I get plugged in far enough to the craft beer scene where we can find out who everybody doesn't like. Not going to happen. Oh. <laughs> we'll have to open our own brewery to get on the inside track. A rising tide raises all ships. <laughs> Turns out everybody hates Warren and Zach. All right. Uh, and I didn't then, say it. <laughs> this was in the news about everybody hates a week Chris. or... <laughs> Two two weeks ago, maybe uh, maybe you know more about this too. But Flat Twelve changed their name to Rad to Brewing. Rad Brewing. Yep. Yeah, in order to support like youth athletics in Indianapolis. Yep. And so stuff. Re- recently, Flat Twelve was sold to the owner of Books and Brews. Books okay. and Brews uh, did most of their or all of their brewing um, outside of that original first location, I believe, at Flat Twelve. They contract brewed there. Oh, wow. so it kind of made sense, I think, um, for them to just to buy it. The Flat Twelve was looking to. Exit, I guess. So. Nice. I, cool I don't really know them personally, there. but I knew the the logistics of what happened. I guess. Yeah, they're they're uh, down in India. I've been to the uh, that location. It's kind of like a warehouse type place. On Dorman Street. Yeah. yeah. And yep. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're, they're going to use that to buy smoking goose. Yeah, mm. they're right across the street. I was I went down to Smoking Goose for a class over the summer, and we walked across the street. So that's rad now. 
It's called Rad Brewing. Yep, and they just they just rebranded. Using it to promote an active lifestyle, or is it for, for kids? kids? Yep, yep, yep. Active lifestyle for kids, I believe, is what Getting it is. Getting kids beer to promote an active lifestyle? That's <laughs> half right. Uh, okay, never mind. Little mix. I'm you gonna. Know, yeah. I'm gonna I, I might contact him and try to get a, a, a maybe some roller, a rollerblading class going what? on for kids. That's cool. That would be awesome. I, yeah. I saw the post and it was really it was one of those too long didn't read, but I kind of got the gist of it. That's awesome, and it's another great cause that craft beer is attaching itself to. Yeah. And then uh, the last little rebrand that Bells has been doing with their labels and stuff, they just changed up. This one goes to 11, which is their Imperial Red, and it no longer has kind of that dial from uh, uh, Spinal Tap on it. It's like huh. a total Do you total see rebrand. this? They all go to 11. <laughs> They've all, hey, they also changed the name of win, their Winter White. It's one louder than 10. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah, yeah they, and uh, they said the reason for the rebrand is that people can enjoy this outside of winter. Sure, you can enjoy any beer anytime. Yeah. You heard it here first. No Eric Faust, bare hands. You can enjoy any beer anytime. Church, work, doesn't even matter. <laughs> uh, dude, hey, thank you for coming in. Thank you for all the treats. And we're looking forward to the, the big anniversary party coming up uh, next month. Again, go to the website. We'll link it on the Facebook page. And uh, make sure you, you enter the raffle because winning a beer raffle is a pretty great feeling. You check your email box, you're like, oh, yes, yeah. I get to spend a bunch of money. Yeah, then you text your buddies like, yo, did you get in? You didn't get in? Oh, bro, I got in. I got in for the bottle share. Or maybe that's just how I behave because I'm a jackass <laughs> like that. But um, You just like to rub it in people's faces. Then what? Yeah, what's the point of having it if you can't rub it in anybody's <laughs> faces? But uh, on behalf of Zach and myself, Eric, this is Music of My Beers. Cheers. 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 Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.